this is Paul McGann and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. The chances of Squeak continue all the way to episode 411 because apparently last week I said 409 and I even did the 409 song and it was actually episode 410 I'm so sorry uh so back on the correct count 411 (laughs) the the five-ish girls podcast and I'm going to try the best I can to not sing during this episode because you do not want that Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. I'd like to join us. Let's start off like Newark with the virtual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Chrissy in Salt Lake City. This is Sally from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Yay. So Everybody's the... brackets intact that are playing sports Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I saw on uh, after after Purdue lost that with that win it all the brackets at least that ESPN had uh-huh. that people filled on on their website they were all broken there was not a single bracket that was still it like ESPN was pissed yeah that means they don't have to pay out any money to any winners that they should be happy that's true yeah but they were laying on them on social media they were laying on Purdue like no other there must have been an IU alum that worked <laughs> never never follow espn they're an engineering first. school you know you go there for engineering and vet vets vet school so you know but indiana is a huge basketball state isn't it well yes but yeah so you whatever sports ball so <laughs> anyway that dulcet tone that you heard was uh this week's guest uh a uh, friend of Chauncey and I's and one of the members of what used to be the Spark of Madness podcast before the pandemic uh, <laughs> ruined a lot of things for people. Uh, welcome, Ben. Yay, welcome. Yay. Hey, how you doing? Yay. Good, good. I'm pretty good. Um, yep, I'm here. Yep. Yay. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, first up, news, not a whole lot in the way of news, except coming from Doctor Who. We were teasing this <laughs> yesterday. And a lot of people were like, what the heck is this? Because yeah. Russell T. Davies in charge, you just never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have announced Doomsday, but it's Dooms, D E O D O M, apostrophe S, possessive right. day. So it's, it's a day. Of, of doom so um we have a character named doom new character named doom she's mm-hmm. supposed to be the galaxy's best assassin and somebody has sent a literal death after her and she has 24 hours to either try and find the doctor or die trying <laughs> oh boy uh, yeah. sound like my so, tuesday yeah <laughs> So, but this is going to launch later this year, but this is going to be a multi-platform, multimedia thing. So we're going to have books, we're going to have Big Finish, we're going to have comics and the magazines, all sorts of, all you know, pretty much anything that Doctor Who releases and Just stuff like we probably Shadows never of heard Empire. of. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it's going to kick off later this year. 
uh, the magazine Titan Comics, Penguin Random House, Eastside Games, Big Finish, BBC Audio. Each piece is going, so we're, uh, assumedly we're going to have 24 things because mm-hmm. one is going to almost be like the, the TV show 24, uh, except across <sighs> different platforms. So each start thing. Even the pennies now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking yeah, I know that was the one complaint I saw was people are like, how am I supposed to afford all this? I'm like, well, some of it's probably going to be free or you know, fairly in, fairly inexpensive, but they're also yeah. supposed to be standalone. It'll be, there'll be an overall arcing story, but each piece is also supposed to be standalone. So if you can't get your hands on all of them, you aren't necessarily going to be really lost when we get the finale in hour 24 i guess so and it's very tricky especially when you've got you know, book publishing involved yeah like if you if any of these like miss or get delayed or anything i'm like this is going they're gonna this will be quite the thing if they pull it off but you know yeah mm-hmm. godspeed to them yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh so that's really it for the news we got some speed back about the academy awards which i know ben is also a huge film buff we had i didn't even watch it this year yeah <laughs> we've had some we've had some interesting film discussions in the past so <laughs> i was like um, um like here, the, the, presenting the academy awards films that no one has seen yeah <laughs> most of the time <laughs> no that is the of. case <laughs> uh first off oh, yeah, but, so many people have seen everything everywhere all at once, though. So, oh, yeah. that looks great. That yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. They uh, actually, um, I saw a video about the making of that movie, and it's just a bunch of small filmmakers, and they all the special effects were done in After Effects, which is crazy. Wow, yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, so from Shalane, she says, I thought the Oscars this year was better than ever. I cried during Jamie Lee. Uh, speech and same with Brendan Fraser's speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Did Brendan Fraser Gilmore... like come in on a, a vine and, and yeah, and, uh, on <laughs> knew. Knew. That, man, that man better be done doing stunts for like ever. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, but no, um, yeah, his speech was 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 quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she said Gilmore del Toro's Pinocchio is the first Netflix film to win Best Animated feature that is true uh so turning red was good um hopefully for disney pixar they will be going into the future they'll be better than they have because yeah because disney's not been like collecting the animation awards like they used last to back year, in the day. last year was kind of a kind of a weird year for disney animation because it was just kind of mm. mm-hmm. i think I, I, it's kind of like i mean their last big let's see they went for frozen mm-hmm. um was Encanto just saw music or did, did they win some other awards yeah it didn't even win for that oh you're kidding i thought no it did. Encanto okay. didn't yeah no Encanto didn't win um last year no it went to the james bond theme um, oh that's right oh, okay yeah yeah so why disney's wouldn't give, why wouldn't you give um um john williams and oscar then he doesn't need any more i know but it might be his last one you you never know you can't they keep saying yeah if you say that and then he'll just keep living just to be just to spite them music gives him life 
so yeah, it's just you know, turn things around. But yeah, it's not really been Disney's category to to immediately win, like it has been in the past. Um, and that's something. Yeah. yeah. So everybody, like, everybody is everyone's taking it as a challenge, and they're all like, "Ooh, we got to beat Disney!" And yep. now hold it's my like, beer. Yeah, what's up our game? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then going into the next Academy Awards, assuming that there aren't any delays, we're getting the next Spider-Verse movie. So that immediately is going to put Sony in the running. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so she says, if you girls like Brandon Fraser, then you have you thought about talking about his mummy movies? Uh, yes i've been i've been bugging for that for a little while now michelle yo is in the third one apparently yes i think those movies are boring because i don't want to watch a movie about brendan fraser's mom (laughs) are you my mom bob Bob. i mean his british mom you know (laughs) his mummy Uh, she says, I loved when Kay Huquan hugged Harrison Ford. We all did. I still cry yes. about it. The only reason why I love Temple of Doom is because Short Round stole the show in that film. Also, I wish he would come <laughs> back in the Indiana Jones, which that is going around now on Facebook. People are like, I want to start a petition to get Kihei Kwan to come back and do a spinoff and find out what's going, what Short Round has been up to yes. all these years. <laughs> Spoiler, I, uh, uh, unpopular opinion. I think Temple Doom is the best Indiana Jones movie. That's my my opinion. I'm sticking to it. I mean, oh, I like all oh, of them. Steven Spiel- <laughs> I'm sure Steven Spielberg's probably got a soft spot for it. You know, that's where he found a wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's, that's the worst part about the movie. But, but, um, <laughs> but yeah. Take her away. She'd be, be a better yeah. movie. Short Round is great. I love it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was and like, why did we put him in so more long. of these movies? Yeah. <laughs> Bring yeah, back I would totally round. watch. I would totally watch the adventures of Short Round. Yes. I kind of, I kind of wish that they would pass the baton off to him, since this is probably Harrison Ford's last yes. Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. get him to come back, and he can take on the fedora. Yes. Yeah. No, Short Round has his own hat. <laughs> the next Indiana. Yeah. Well, you can. We'll have uh, Harrison Ford in a wheelchair. Yeah. Slinging around and whips, whips, you know. (laughs) Like the arms still work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, This is like, uh, says, can't remember in your girl's Steven Spielberg episode if you talked about him being nominated for Oscars but never winning. He doesn't never win. He just gets nominated a lot because yeah. he's Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. There's there's a bit of a uh, he has enough. So yeah. He got the he got him for the movie that he needed to get him from and then that's mm-hmm. that's all good. So uh, that's all Shalane's and then we got feedback from Aaron which his subject line in this email was she's creating a bagel to destroy <laughs> the universe <laughs> said, hello my five-ish hosts what an award ceremony I don't think I've been this happy with the academy in a long long time firstly for only the second time in the 2000s all four acting winners played original characters no real people 2017 was the other year 
Secondly, and more importantly, everything, everywhere, all at once. This is going to be one of my favorite Best Picture winners, and to see it win so many other words was just amazing. Yo, winning actress made me cheer for joy, and I don't think I've ever been so happy to see Kate Blanchett lose. She's got her. She's fine. Mm-hmm. Fraser winning act, Fraser winning actor made me tear up a joy. I didn't like the whale, but he gave the performance of a lifetime. Quan taking supporting actor was a lock, but it was still a relief to see that there wasn't an upset. Like Fraser, I really hope this second win helps him go further. We can all hope that. I never thought I would be disappointed to see Jamie Lee Curtis win an Oscar, but here I am. I think she's great, but Bassett should have won. Bassett carried the emotional weight of Black Panther, and to see her lose was just a travesty. People complain all they want about her visible disappointment, but she's allowed to be disappointed. That is true. She's only human. Mm -hmm. And if I'm being completely honest, I don't think Curtis was even the best supporting actress of her own movie. Stephanie Hsu was. If you're watching EEAAO for the third time, I was reminded how much more Hsu had to do and how much better she does it. They're both so really good for different reasons in that movie Mm -hmm. is a a thing. It's just, you know, Jamie Licker just brings a little something that you don't see from jamie lee curtis because you're usually just used to seeing her in you know halloween movies uh so i mean they could have given it to any three of them and i probably would have been okay with it is the thing yeah so it was really just a a three-way tie and the other two were just like yeah well we got to round out the ballot so yeah um yeah because even in our chats like what happens if there's a best actress tie? I mean, I mean, oh, it hasn't happened in ages, but what if? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, finally, you all were all surprised at women talking when you adapted screenplay. I highly recommend it. Sarah Pulley wrote and directed in your masterpiece. I can't believe she didn't get a director nomination nor any of the cast acting nominations. It's a heavy movie dealing with a serious topic, but it's tremendous. As always, take care, Erin. Thank you, Aaron. I'm sure I will get, I'll probably watch it when we get to that year in gold standard. So, because I tend to do that. that story. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to watch uh, the other, some of the other nominees on top of the winter, 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 winter. I can speak. (laughs) I know English. So. Yes, Rachel, we all know we want winter to go bye-bye. Yeah. (laughs) So, thank you both for your feedback, as always. So, but now to this week's main topic and the reason that Ben is here, because I know this is one of his favorites as well, is we're going to talk another musical. Mm-hmm. Specifically Les Miserables. And yes, we will be talking about the 2012 movie. Uh, because you kind of have to. <laughs> I've got a lot to say about that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so uh obviously we had we mentioned it because we have talked Victor Hugo before when we talked about Hunchback and Notre Dame. So mm-hmm. we don't He's necessarily nice need to go when I talked to him the other day. we don't have to necessarily get into victor hugo again but uh obviously uh this is a novel i would 
I think they're using the term novel very, very liberally. Because um, the like book is it. huge. The book Isn't is it, huge. Don't, don't they the, use that the, book for the mob and to tie people down to... I'm pretty sure. I am pretty sure uh, double concrete shoes. John show up yeah. in, yes. in Lame is the book uh, until like chapter 14. Yeah, like 10% through it, I think. I can't remember what the percentage is, but it's like like you you meet the bishop uh and and there's like three chapters on just the, the, the sewers of France or of Paris. Yes. But but your main character doesn't. It's three hundred and sixty five chapters. Literally, oh, you could oh read goodness. a chapter every day, and it would take you all year. Yeah. Holy I'm crap! Just, I'm just like, yeah. The I'm, fact that they can condense it in three hour musical is impressive. is beyond. Yeah. Well, because because there's a lot of filler. Is cut the out, thing cut is, out the is, crap is about the sewers and you're yeah. well on your way. Yeah, because it's like it's it's five volumes, each volume divided into several books and subdivided into chapters for a total of 48 books and 365 oh chapters. Gosh. In French, it is 655,478 words. Oh my gosh. We so. oui. but a quarter of the novel is devoted to essays that either argue moral points or have nothing to do with the actual plot. So yeah, there's a whole section about the construction of the Paris sewers, the street urchins. Uh, he even goes into a, a total a whole chapter about the Battle of Waterloo, which has absolutely nothing to do with the plot. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you get a history it's, lesson too. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. It is a French. It's a history lesson for the country of France that has absolutely nothing to do with the plot. So yeah, once you strip that all away, then you get the slightly over two hour version that I listened to audio wise um, that I was able to find via my library on the, uh, the, yeah, the audio book app. The hero of the book is not in until like 14 chapters in, chapters, <laughs> you know, 14 chapters in. Yeah. Oh. What a what a feat to to make that musical. Yeah. So I mean, so and once we get to the actual plot, some of it is all based on um his own experiences um uh, wandering around France. Um, you know, he witnessed uh, someone who'd stolen a loaf of bread and got arrested, and a woman with a small child, and of course those mm -hmm. urchins and prostitutes and all that fun stuff. So a lot of it is based on stuff he actually saw in the uh from about 1829 up until you know the book was first published in 1862, which means last year was the 160th anniversary of the book their first being published so <laughs> um but yeah the and what's funny is if you look at the adaptations the the listed adaptations there's a there's a, a, a wikipedia entry just for the adaptations of les miserables wow mm -hmm. they were doing adaptations the starting the year that the book was published. Wow. Yeah, there was a play, I want to say. Everybody had their finger on the button. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was, I can't find it now. Like Steven Spielberg getting the rights to Jurassic Park before the book was finished because he was friends. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, There was a, there was a, but but Jurassic Park's a completely shorter book. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's like, it's like you still have to adapt it and write a script and cast it. And it's like, I mean, if you're adapting it, it's going to be a pain in the butt. Uh Yeah. 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 The very first play was was released the same year that the novel was published. And then another one, and then another one, and then another one. So it's been adapted for the stage in a non-musical version for 160 years. Um, and then, of course, as the media changes, there's been lots of book uh, adaptations. So not reprints of the original novel, but people taking their own, you know, thing with it there's been uh you know unofficial sequels <laughs> um in book four there's two yes <laughs> coming to a theater near you yeah this time, this time cosette means business <laughs> yeah. uh, Jean Valjean comes back from the dead from the catacombs of france <laughs> Les Mis too. You thought you you thought Cosette was good with a broom. Wait till you see what she could do with a sword. Uh, John Valjean wielding his hard loaf of bread. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's been comics, uh, Western style comics. There's been mangas, although those are fairly new. Uh, and then lots I of like, film. I like Jean Valjean versus Godzilla. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Jean Valjean, Iron Chef edition. <laughs> yeah. Well, because the funny thing was at the end of the one thing that you had, sh- the present YouTube thing that you had shared with us, where they yeah. had brought in all the other Jean Valjeans, the one from China Japan? or Japan, yeah. Japan, is the actual chairman from the original Iron Chef that Food Network. Oh, that's funny. Yes. Because I'm like, that wait is- a minute, that's the chairman. <laughs> well the chairman is usually played by an actor so (laughs) you know even the american yes iron chef mark dacasas he's a he's a well-known actor done a lot of things oh yes Mm -hmm. still beat me up though uh oh yeah (laughs) uh, there's been film adaptations uh obviously non-musical uh adaptations since uh the early beginnings of film the lumiere brothers who were kind of the captains of uh early early you know cinematograph uh motion pictures did a short film called victor hugo et le principal personnage de miserable uh in mm. 1897 <laughs> um there's there was been an adaptation I saw on Turner Classic Movies years ago. I yeah. think it was done in the 40s or 50s. And um, Javert was played by the guy, the one actor who actually played um, Long John Silver in the Disney's um, Wow Treasure Island. And it was really good. It was really, oh, cool. it was really, I actually thought this is a really, really, really good version of it. It was, oh. I really, it's black and white, but I really, I really liked it a lot. Yeah. Well, say so there's a 1935 version where Charles Lawton of uh, Mutiny on the Bounty 
mm. <laughs> play Javert. <laughs> so which, which uh, this is actually the first playing, adaptation playing nominated Javert. for an Academy Award for Best Picture. Mm. So, yeah, there's been lots of American, French all over the country, you know, Korean, Turkey, Japan. They've all... Um, They've all had their their uh, go at it. Um, 1998, there's the version with Liam Neeson as Valjean, Jeffrey Rush as Javert, Uma Thurman as Fantine, Claire Danes as Cosette. <laughs> that is an interesting cast. So the one I'm thinking of is the 1952 version of Les Miserables. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Oh, look, the uh, the bishop is played by the 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 guy from Miracle on Twenty First Street. In that, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> the, the original Santa Claus. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's been TV adaptations as well across various countries in different lengths. <laughs> um. Anywhere from two hours to six to eight hours. So, uh, there's been animated versions. There's been radio adaptations. There was a 1937 seven-part series written, produced, and directed and starring Orson Welles. Really? I didn't know that. Yep. Predating the Mercury Theater on air. We know. We know Les Miserables. Yeah. I was going to say, you do Orson Welles, Ben. So if you're really fun to hear you do Orson Welles doing lines from Les Mis. Yes. Before you say another word, Javier. Before you team up like a slave again. Listen to me. There's something I must do. Something I must do. Yes. Always. That was brilliant. That was, crap. that was great. So, yeah. Crap. Yeah. Yeah. So, somehow that does not surprise me that there's a, a version with Orson Welles. I want to yeah. see it now. I want to see it yeah. so bad. But it's just yeah. it's just an audio. It's a, it's, it's just radio. radio. Yeah. Yeah. So but of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Check that down. Yeah. <laughs> of course, most people know it best as a musical. So um, which originally the original musical was in French. Hmm. French. It was in French. We oui. um in 1980. So um and then in 1983, so 40 years ago, after uh Broadway producer or I guess theater producer Cameron McIntosh opened yeah. Cats on Broadway, he got he a have... copy of the concept album from the director and uh asked macintosh to produce a english language version and that and that's the yep. beginning of everything and then, yep and then 1985 all hell broke loose and we've been going at it ever since <laughs> we're hearing a lot of people singing about the songs of angry men yep so it is the uh what's funny is initially when it opened the critic reviews were actually bad uh <laughs> one 
yeah one uh one critic described it as a lurid victorian melodrama produced with victorian lavishness and he's never created anything in his life you know <laughs> and another called it a witless and synthetic entertainment <laughs> They're great at parties. Okay. Okay. Well, liter apparently, literary scholars condemn the project for converting classic literature into a musical. Yet now we have SpongeBob and Shrek the musical. So yeah. True, but but you know what? <laughs> See where we are now. But those probably those same those same guys probably said, "Oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't turn books into movies." And I'm kind of like, <laughs> but that's you know, all they do now, though. They're probably those, people that are like, "Oh, the Beatles—they're just a flash in the pan." But but those guys are silly because it introduced a whole new audience that would never know that story. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and it made it accessible mm -hmm. for people. Now they may not yeah. read the book, but it made it more, you know, um, you know, accessible. Well, and it's it's such a good story. Like I cannot tell you how many times that I have heard lines or you know parts of the plot from Lane Biz, like in 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 toxic church. Or you know, in church lessons, or you know, things like that. It's just, I mean, I mean, yeah, there's sort of some morality to it, and and a little bit to it, but it's like it's more than just that. Like it yeah. really connects with people. Um, just mm -hmm. it's a spiritual and, movie. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, it it, it 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 has some very obvious religious tones to it. I mean, oh, there's yeah. a bishop. Oh. They're constantly singing uh -huh. about God. Well, and the stuff. end of it, the oh. end of it, like the the my. My favorite line the whole musical like and remember the truth that once was spoken to love another person is to see the face, see the of, face god. of god yeah take my hand i'll lead you to salvation take my love for love is everlasting and remember the truth that once was spoken To love another person is to see the face of I saw I, I I was uh you know looking at uh Les Mis related TikToks and I, I came across one where the person had put the text on the screen and says, I may not be religious, but <laughs> but when the minute Les Mis starts, you know, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like going to church. Stories about about forgiveness, about second chances. I mean, mm -hmm. the whole the whole idea is like, you know, he's he's stealing the candlestick, or uh, yeah, he's stealing from the from the church, and he's getting caught. And you know, the bishop could just say, "Oh yeah, take him away," but he's like, "Oh no, like here, I'm giving you all of these things." And so it's like, Never's yeah, you know, you you could have, um, you know, enacted enacted, you know, mortal justice, but you also, you know, extend godly mercy to him, and it's mm -hmm. like that's that's the big part and it's like well if that's all you know and understand about christianity you've got you've got the idea you've got exactly what what this is all about and 
so yeah, of course. I mean, if if you're not religious or, or anything like that, but you love Les Mis, well, you know, believe in that at least. Mm-hmm. Well, what you know, love, kindness. Uh, you know, that's yes. the that's what God is. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not to you know make this your Sunday school class, but like that's what well, the story is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, because well, I mean, the story of Lame is. I yeah. love the um. So I love the the musical um parallels between uh, second chance and forgiveness uh, between Jean Valjean and Javert. They sing the exact same song, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is Jean Valjean's soliloquies and Javert's, you know. I don't want to spoil it for people, but he jumps off a bridge. You can spoil it. Uh, it's very suicide. So one person who got forgiveness can't, like it doesn't even, you know, he just overwhelmed and changes his whole life around and and, and mm-hmm. does so much good. And the other one, just his brain, like he's, he, he, everything he believed in, he just couldn't cope and accept it. You know I mean, he just didn't know what to do. What have I done, sweet Jesus? What have I done? Become a thief in the night, become a dog on the run. Have I fallen so far and it's the hour so late that nothing remains but the cry of my hate? The cries in the dark that nobody hears. Here where I stand at the turning of the years. If there's another way to go, I missed it 20 long years ago. My life was a war that could never be won. They gave me a number, murdered Valjean when they chained me and left me for dead. Just for stealing a mouthful of bread. Yet why did I allow that man to touch my soul and teach me love? He treated me like any other. He gave me his trust, he called me brother. My life he claims for God above. Can such things be? For I had come to hate the world. This world that always hated me. Take a life for a night. Turn your heart into stone. Devil is he to have me caught in the trap and choose to let me go free? It was his hour at last to put a seal on my fate. Wipe out the past to wash me clean of the slate. All it would take was a flick of his knife. Vengeance was his and he gave me back my life. Damn if I'll live in the debt of a thief. Damn if I'll yield the end of the trace. I am the law and the law is not mocked. I'll spit his pity right back in his face. There is nothing on earth that we share. It is either Valjean or Javert! How can I now allow this man to hold 
dominion over me. This desperate man whom I have haunted, he gave me my life, he gave me freedom. I should have perished by his hand. It was his right. It was my right to die as well. Instead I live, but to live in hell. So his world was apart. I mean, that's part of the lines. And um, he couldn't handle it. You know what I mean? But he still was overwhelmed by that forgiveness. Yeah. I'm getting a little teary. Mm-hmm. I'm going to no, no, no. I, 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 stop I, my video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I it's totally, okay. totally understand. I, I, it, was, mm-hmm. it came through Indy last week. And of course, you know, I had to go see it. Um, and I did not make Chauncey tag along this time. <laughs> so um, he was a good sport and went to hairspray with me because I knew that it was more his speed because, you know, it's <laughs> 60s. It's fun music. It's colorful. I was like, you're going to be depressed if you go to this. Um, uh, so I was like, you do not have to go. And he's like, that's fine. He's like, I would have gone with you. I was like, no, <laughs> it's fine. Trust you, like, you later. I lost again, track of how many times I cried. Yeah, and I've, this is the third time I've seen this show live. I, I, so well, it's like, and I was just we, like, I had a pile of napkins next to me from from my dinner because I knew I was going to cry <laughs> at least a couple of times. But like, I was just crying like every other song. I'm like, oh, this is not bad. Oh. Can we can we talk about though the difference between the actual musical and the movie? Like in terms of, you know, like. I cry yeah. more at the musical, <laughs> you oh, know, like absolutely. Well, uh, I, get, the movie. I get goosebumps just just thinking yeah. about some of the 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 songs that mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I've a lot of people, not just Chrissy, but even Nick. Uh, when I was talking to Nick recently, and he was like, "The only version I've ever seen is the 2012 movie, which is now a decade old as of last year." So <laughs> and. It... <laughs> do you want me on this okay. podcast or not <laughs> I might, we I try might, not I to, to best the, the movie but... if captain america says it it's fine that's our that's our okay. cursing policy okay. so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shit damn yeah yeah that's fine yeah. uh so, sometimes, okay, sometimes so... things get a little heated but no f-bombs please yeah yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, the only person i've ever had to censor is uh lloyd coffin from trauma so um but that's fine he's from trauma that's what you're gonna do um so yeah so if you've only ever seen the movie at least you at least you know who the characters are and the general plot which is good i will give them that there's some good elements in there like the right uh, the, 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 the woman that plays um um ebony ebony and then yeah. what's his name playing um Marius? He's I think those are two good and then and then um uh what's his name? Gosh, I haven't I'm I'm having a <laughs> Well uh, here, I will I, I will say this is because yeah. the first time the first uh encounter with the story I had at all, other other than you know, people quoting it in church is <clears throat> the 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 Liam Neeson movie, which I, I quite enjoyed. I was like, oh, okay, now I understand, you know, the story. And it was, you know, very moving, very heartfelt, very very you know, 90s. Like, okay, yeah, well, very <laughs> 90s, that too. Um, but I'm like, okay, I understand why people like this story and, you know, have spiritual experiences with it. And then I 
listened to a couple of soundtracks. I couldn't tell you like which performances, what year they came out or whatever, like friends had them. And I was like, man, these songs, this music is so good. And it, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm kind of getting it. And then I saw the 2012 movie and I'm like, do I really need to look up Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman's nose like that? I mean, I like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But like, I think it's like once you put the music with the story, that's where the waterworks come from right and they the just some of it comes from the casting although actually the casting is actually not that bad as much as people like to throw russell crowe under the bus he's a good russell crowe actually can sing he's got a band but he does like country rock so this isn't necessarily his his speed as far as singing you do have some very talented people that have experience in musicals both on stage and in film i mean obviously hugh jackman is done broadway several times i think he won a tony for boy from oz um you know helena bottom carter she's no you know lightweight when it comes to singing and and stuff so, and uh, sasha bear cohen is actually very talented as as well um samantha barracks barks who played eponine actually came from she played Eponine in the 25th anniversary concert. So um, she was the one person who had already had experience with the part she was playing. So like the casting isn't necessarily bad. It's the production and their decision because the, the producer, not the director, the producer, when looking for a director, he was like, I want somebody that can do something different that still is honoring the mm-hmm. stage version but gives it makes it something different enough that people will remember it so and when we they do f- remember it but not for all not for and the we do remember it. it so then they direct they hired tom hooper who was like i think the best idea is for it to have everybody sing live instead of lip syncing which you do, you can do most of the time it was a good tr- it was it, it was interesting that they tried it you know it was cool that they tried it but it didn't work but he did it again in cats when he made cats which yeah i, I would say this was the same guy that ended up giving us cats so yeah, he didn't, he didn't oh, learn gosh. but but no but, so the music so my problem with the music uh, is that first of all the orchestra needs to be swell and huge and you need the belt and all this stuff but they there's a guy i forget his name but he, he does musical um theater commentary on youtube but he, he went and did a video essay about lame is the movie and he talked about they put these characters like you said russell crowe's a good singer you know all these people are pretty good singers but they put them in the mm-hmm. worst condition to sing you know like you're, you're crying in emotion and like your water on you like your vocal cords are gonna be tight you know it's like there's a reason why why they do it um and i think and the music wasn't as large like the orchestra or like the, oh. the, the symphonic score is nothing compared to the like 50 anniversary or the 30 or the 20, whatever the anniversary ones you know mm-hmm. even the broadway versions but um but he but he was talking about how how people sing and so when you watch a, a singer on broadway yes they're emoting but they're not really emoting in terms of like losing it because singing has so much control but mm-hmm. they they are having they're playing with feeling but they but the but they're not like crying like they're they're it's it's hard to explain but he does a really good job explaining that 
I think um, I think I I think I, I have that one linked in the in the in the show notes. I think I know which video you're talking yes, about. It's I think great, we watched the same well, one. My my biggest thing was like when I was sitting in there watching this movie, I'm like, why is everything so ugly? And I'm not talking about the people necessarily, although some of those camera angle, angles did not flatter them, but just everything. I mean, I, I you know I was led to believe like this is a sweeping, glorious, you know, yeah yeah. There's a lot of hard things that happen to these characters, but you know, oh, oh, <clears throat> excuse me. Ultimately, it's about hope and you know yeah. love and forgiveness. And I'm like, this just looks so. And even like at the end when when Valjean is dying, spoilers. And I'm like, and I'm you know we're supposed to be having this big emotional moment. I just cannot get over how ugly everything and everybody yeah. looks. Well, and, they're probably trying to of, plan the miserable feel of it, you know. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that. But it's like like they're singing and they're emoting and they're trying to do all these different things and they and the actors can't you can't do everything all at once and you can't make it look good and sound good all no. in one go and, and the other thing with with musicals it's it's on stage so it's like further even if you're on the front row you're further back but on the movie you're like right there you know yeah, he's a really wide to... wide angle too, which is unflattering so, too sometimes. Yeah, and, and it's like it's on the big screen. And so even if you're in the back row, it seems like it's really close. And so it's like you really needed to do this. Yeah, yeah, you know, tell the story at you know as it's told on stage, but tell it in a way that looks good and sounds yeah. good in film. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Two different you. things. Well, one thing they didn't do is use a medium of film. Um, that yes. even film to, to enhance the story and tell things that we never saw in the um, um, in the actual stage play because they couldn't really show it because it's a big black stage, you know, mm-hmm. with a god light on somebody, spotlight, you know. And then, um, so the, my, you know, John Valjean's soliloquy right after he gets um, the um, the forgiveness from the bishop, who is played by Cole Wilkinson, Cole Wilkinson, original John Valjean, mm-hmm. and. Um, and I actually played the bishop um, on on stage before too. I played the bishop, and um, the um, you know they they spend the whole time in that chapel, and it's pretty and everything, but it's going back and forth. But I said, I thought, you know, why why don't you every verse of that song show his progression of how he became the mayor of that town? You know what I mean show like his journey, like you know da 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 da, you know next next cut is him somewhere else da 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 da, and then he keeps. You know, he keeps going, and finally, you know, at the very end, he can belt and belt out, and he's the mayor of 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 the town. You know what I mean? And now we're, you know, we're there. You could do that with almost all those songs. You could tell um, different little pieces visually why someone sings uh, that we would never get um, in the musical version. You know, but it's Mm -hmm. most likely in the book. You know, so that's that's my thing, and. I love you know the original performance. I don't know if they do it now. I think the last time I showed it, they don't have they don't have the revolving stage anymore. I, I, but the the original one did. I thought you know why don't you use that that convention in the movie too? Like every major transition, just do like kind of a revolve, you know, or something like that, you know. And it's like you, you know like you revolve like you can, you can actually probably put it on a track, you know, and and revolve it, and everything like changes, you know, you know. It, it, there's so many things you could have done in the medium of the film, but you know. That director sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I, we I have cats. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's probably a good thing that he did cats because now we can talk about that and not like this. Yeah. yeah. Well, he he did cats and now he's in the doghouse. 
Nice. Don't laugh at that. Don't ever laugh at that. He's in the doghouse now. He's in the doghouse now. now. I gave him Kipling bitch. Yeah. Well, and there were even Please some things that, rich. like, that, like, the, 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 pretty sure it's the same, the same YouTube video, uh, where he's talking about, you know, Valjean or, yeah, Valjean's soliloquy. And when he decides he's going to break parole, he rips up his, you know, his papers. And that's supposed to be in time with the music. And they don't do that with Hugh Jackman. Because he's not, there's no music for him to follow. Yeah. Because right. all they did is they they mic'd up all all of the actors. They put little lapel mics on them and hid them in their costume as best as possible. Um, and then mm. they had a person playing piano oh into the actors' earpieces. And the person playing piano though was in like this plexiglass box that was soundproofed, oh, so that all the cameras and microphones wouldn't pick up the piano. Mm. But so you just had this person playing piano, so this very basic score for them to follow. So they don't—they're not getting the full score. Well, they're not feeling it to too. follow. You know, if, if, if you if you were feeling the music, like an actual full orchestra as an actor. Oh my gosh, the emoting and in the in the feels that you can get to belt something out, you know, like mm-hmm. use it, you know. And they didn't have a, a tempo. They didn't have yeah, a they tempo. Yeah, they didn't even bother to give them a click track to follow. No, there was no tempo. And like music has tempo. You have to you can't just kind of make up you can't like have a the tempo keeps changing here here and there. And that guy talks about it. It's like it's like you gotta you can still like do some variations of stuff of delivery and finishing up notes and things like that but you have to have that tempo to do it you know it, mm-hmm. i mean the, in some yeah, of the the behind of, the scenes yeah. the behind the scenes stuff and eddie redmayne who probably had some of the least experience out of the cast uh as far as the singer which is crazy because he's one of the best in the movie amazing. um yeah. and he was talking about well you know if we had done it the traditional way we've had gone into studio and do a cast recording months in advance and then that means you'd have to make your like emotional acting decisions then and i'm like oh eddie, yeah, eddie, go, eddie. Go, they're, go, like go there's flat. still wiggle room even so i'm gonna tell doing you this the traditional best <laughs> to me the best movie musical that i love that marriaged you know like shooting like the cinematography and and look plus like using a, like their lip sync and stuff is is a veto Evita is one of my favorites it's 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 pure, like I wish they would have done it like Evita because they shot it in real places and it's like it has like this you know gritty feel to it you know this texture to it but also the music is so epic and clean and 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 and, and large so it just felt like a great that movie's that movie's an underrated musical but I wish they would have done it like that in my opinion mm. yeah because there's there's there, there's still room to play even if you've already <laughs> even if you're lip syncing to to something that you've already already yeah. reco- recorded because i mean there are things you can do as far as facial expressions and stuff that will still yeah well you still have, you still have to, you still have to um you still, lip have to act. Sync, you still have to sing <laughs> yeah you're yeah. not like you're 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 actually still trying to sing yeah i, yeah. I it's still and hard it, to match it up but but i'd rather do that than then um 
Oh, like Sweeney Todd like, did it, and Sweeney Todd is great. Sweeney Todd, is, you know, they did the same. You know, they yeah. they pre-recorded. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sounds great. Well, and and you know, and if it if you you, know, you pre-record and then later you're like, oh, it doesn't match up. That's what ADR is for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yes. like there are there are so many ways and so many chances to get it right, or you know, give yourself give your oh, give yes. your editor director enough to work with to make it look good. Whether as you're doing it live, it's like, okay, that's, I mean, I'm sure they did several takes, but it's like, okay, that's it. We're done. Moving on. And I don't mm -hmm. like the handheld, handheld camera. Like, I don't like that. I like, no. I, I like, give me some great imagery, like some iconic imagery. Mm -hmm. You know, they could have, they could have done so many different things, but you know, yeah. because, because if they would have taken those guys in the studio, studio, like Russell Crowe and even Hugh Jack, Hugh Jackman sounded bad. He's a good singer. He's a great mm -hmm. yeah. Animal, but he's that a good yeah. shocked me the most. I'm like, I know this guy can sing. I uh, he's got I, the chops I, to it. He would have been yeah. a better Javert. Like I watched him in, in he was in uh, they were showing Oklahoma on my local PBS one time and I watched, uh -huh. that and watched I'm like, man, he is good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean greatest showman's good, you know. He, he's yeah, exactly. Yeah, greatest yeah. showman's amazing. Well the music yeah. is. <laughs> and you can and, and there and there's nothing wrong with auto-tune. Everybody does it, but it's just like how much <laughs> Right. It's not being the beast. Being the beast auto tune was oh. terrible. But even that's Emma Watson. But um, <laughs> yeah, she's. We do not you know, speak of that here. Bold in my heart. Blasphemy, I say. Anyway. <laughs> well, sure uh, I say, yeah. We've and already it's... spoken of that here, so we will not speak of it again. Oh, okay. Well, give me. I just love French musicals. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can talk about the animated one all you want because oh my god, yeah, yeah. Oh, the gold, gold, the, the cinematography. Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah. We're talking about limits. Anyway, limits. <laughs> back to limits. So anyway, so yeah, 2012. It sucks. Which it didn't yeah. need. It didn't. It didn't have to suck, but it does. So and and we feel bad for everyone in it because although Anne Hathaway did a really good job, she did. I mean, she did win an Oscar. And, yes, that is true. That, that so. Is true. You know, you can't. Uh, and let's talk which, about um, considering how little time Fontaine is actually in the story. Yeah, <laughs> says a lot. So I mean, so, absolutely. Fontaine's her, a really good, good character. Yeah, her songs are amazing. Mm -hmm. the, uh, what's her name? Who did the? Um, oh gosh. She was Miss Saigon, the original Miss Saigon, and I think she was the voice of uh, Leah Salonga. Yes, she yeah. played Eponine originally, and then when, as she's gotten older, she played uh, in the yeah, recent she played, version. Yeah, she played Eponine in the voice. in the tenth anniversary. Yeah, and then for the twenty fifth anniversary, they bumped. You know, she got to play uh, uh, Fantine. Um, although the original stage uh the, the very original um version uh the the english version um it was actually uh patty lupone mm. played fantine originally wow. so. <laughs> mm. so i am uh, but yeah the, one of the, the if you want to listen to the whole musical um the symphon like the complete symphonic recording is a really good one. It's a three disc set. Um, cool. And it has Philip Quast as Javert, and he's the best Javert. 
Uh, he's an I think he's an Aussie. What's with these Aussies playing Javert? Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I don't think I've listened. I don't think I've listened to listen to that one. I've, I've listened to the Philip Quas played the, Javert yeah. in the first um, um, Albert Hall recording. So he he was the best Javert in that time. But his he's like real precise and and, and precision. He's got this clean militaristic voice. Whereas and then Colm Wilkinson has this very grizzled and rough, but like 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 nature kind of like earthly voice, you know, and it just works. Mm -hmm. It just works. I did um I'll have to I give that one a covers. To... I did a double couple covers of um I sang by the way of Bring Him Home and then I did a John Bojan soliloquy. I it's on YouTube somewhere so you can search for that <laughs> and uh, hurt your ears when you listen to it. Yes. <laughs> No, you're you're you are you are you are better than me. Uh, <laughs> okay, that that one that you're talking about, I think it might be the short version for '88, but the the one with Philip Quas, the symphonic, it complete symphonic is on Spotify for nice. those who are wondering. <laughs> I, I had to do a quick search. <laughs> no, no. I, and I, I, you know, I will, I will have linked in the, in the show notes. And the, unfortunately the 10th anniversary concert is, uh, it's, uh, it is available. Um, that somebody actually used AI to do a cleanup um and has put it up on on youtube so that's the version that i i've been sending when i'm like no 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 watch this version it, i mean the anniversary versions the 10th and the 25th they are concerts so the yeah. cast is they're wearing costumes but they're not doing the big set pieces they're not doing yeah. like the choreography there's not a lot of props like you know fantine does not really about cut her music. hair and suddenly she you know all yeah. of her hair is gone the cast is sitting up there on stage waiting for their turn to come up to the microphone mm -hmm. and sing and they're using a full choir's backup as opposed to having you know a mm -hmm. full cast it's epic yeah so epic. it is very epic but those are some of the best performances of some of those songs that you're ever going to hear Which i mean hearing hearing Colm wilkinson sing bring him home is almost a spiritual experience <laughs>
you so, know that Colin Wilkinson, um, um, uh, when they when they were working on the Phantom of the Opera, another French musical, mm-hmm. um, he uh, they as Cameron Mackintosh too, and and when they did the test uh, uh, of the first act, he was performing the Phantom. They uh, for when they tested the first act internally, he's, there's a videos of him as the Phantom, so he's technically the original Phantom. Mm-hmm. And not the only lamest person to play the Phantom, because in mm-hmm. the 25th anniversary, um, it is uh, it is uh, who is it? It's um, what's his face? Norm Lewis, um, that uh, that plays Javert in his version of Stars is, woohoo! Hello, so. <laughs> there, out in the darkness, a fugitive running. Fallen from God, fallen from grace. God be my witness, I never shall yield. Till we come face to face, till we come face to face. He knows his way in the dark, mine is the way of the Lord. Those who follow the path of the righteous shall have their reward. And if they fall as Lucifer fell, the flame, the sword. Stars in your multitudes, scarce to be counted, filling the darkness. With order and light You are the sentinels Silent and sure Keeping watch in the night Keeping watch in the night (laughs) I mean, this is is not an easy show You know, as, as much as we're, you know, kind of taking the movie and you know, throwing well, it under the bus. Um, I mean, it is not an easy show to perform because this is, I mean, it's a, we call it a musical. It is closer to an opera because yeah. everything is sung. I think mm-hmm. they call, I think that they call it, it's really technically called an operetta, I believe. Uh huh. Yeah. And, and I, I, who was it that I was talking to? A relative of mine who doesn't really like musicals that much. I forget what it was. And when I went and see that, you know, I, sit there you know i'm watching it and it keeps going and going you know and i'm like i'm waiting for for the talking breaks you know like this this mm-hmm. is a long opening song <laughs> you, know, you know like and then the, then the first act was over it's like what <laughs> like what's going on they just sing that whole time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. some people aren't used to that but i like it i like it i like it actually it keeps it's, yeah. it's a good flow and it feels more epic yeah i, I feel Although like, I feel it, like as, it, long as, it, as long as i know that going into something that i've you know, never seen first. Yeah. I like, I like musicals. I like theater. I like all that, but like, you know, I gotta know what you know. What am I in for? Because like, do I need to expect talking parts, or is it all just music? Yeah, the opera's kind of like that. 
Yeah. Apparently, the opera is similar to that. I think there, maybe yeah, there are a few that, little talking things, but not, but not so much. That's another one that I saw, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is all, this is all singing. Okay, now I get it, and I, I understand. Now, now I'm, now I'm with you. So that's yeah. if I, if I know that going in, I'm like, okay, I can prepare myself and get in that, in that mindset, and I can enjoy it and have a good time. It's like green ketchup. You're just not ready for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. New Coke. Exactly. Yes, the world's not yeah. ready. Uh, <laughs> You're not ready for the new Coke. No. We know. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, it's, uh, I mean, I, it's a good thing that I was, uh, I was in a box seat. Um, there were some other people in the box with me, but thankfully I was at the back end and they were part of it because like they were boxing you I, out yeah <laughs> i mean because you know i can't i can't help myself it's i know i can't carry a tune i am a car and shower singer um and but you know i still found myself just singing along pretty much with everything so it, like even by the time the it's over like my throat is sore and i wasn't even necessarily <laughs> singing that last you know <laughs> i think the best but, spot to watch the stage play if you can swing it or the stage operetta is like like i've i i got really close to each once and it was too close like i wasn't even enjoyable but if you're like like in row 20 in the marat that you know 15 to 20 that's not a bad spot to be so you can still see the actor's eyes and face but you can still see the whole ensemble at the same time so you know I think yeah. that's the best seat that you can possibly get. But even then, the nosebleeds are fine too. But but actually, too close is not as fun. Yeah, no, because you because the uh, the set design, especially mm -hmm. now, the version that they're doing. So uh, Zan had, I guess, had, had seen the the touring version that's out now um, as well. So she knew what I was talking about because you you want to sit far back enough that you can see the the set um because some of the stuff they do mm -hmm. to be able to make it to make it work and there's things uh, going with these on, set like pieces on... that that come in and out but then they're they're doing this thing now instead of doing like a matte painting you know on like a, a tarp in the in the background they're doing projections mm -hmm. which means they can move Hmm. as so like LCD people screen. are moving so like when when uh jean uh, jean valjean is dragging marius through the sewers behind him you have these projection of sewer tunnels and as he's moving you know dragging marius along it's moving along with him giving more dimension yeah it gives it more dimension and then you know when javert is is having you know his his big you know, suicide speech essentially leaving his suicide note I bet in that song better. form. It's the swirling water, and then they do this thing where it's it. I, I don't think it was on wire, but they did something so that they were able to pull him back, so it looked like he was falling backwards. They can never it, replicate it. It opened that. up, and he just disappeared into this projection of the water. So it was like it was so really cool, cool looking. <laughs> they when I saw when I ever see those they, they never could do it right but I bet they could do it, I bet that's so much cooler they it's like if you didn't know that he jumps off a bridge mm -hmm. <laughs> it's hard to replicate in the older versions of it you know like you know what happened like you get that one guy like the dad that 
goes, goes to the first musical for the first time. Hey, what happened? To, what just happened? You there know. You go. Yeah. But that He's going cool for a swim. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's Paris in the late 1800s. It's stinky and he needs a bath. So that's mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. He's going for a swim. Uh yeah, yeah no. <laughs> yeah. Unlike Russell Crowe's, where I mean it's very impressive, you know, he does this nose dive. <laughs> but that then the fact they added the bit where he like hits like the edge of the the cement. So he's like, you know. It's not just yeah. him falling into the water and drowning. Like, no, they got to have him hit some concrete first, so you get like a thump, and then he goes. And it's like, yeah, really, was that, that was, necessary? That was a bit. You know, how you I have done to it? make it dramatic. Yeah. You know, you know how I would have done it. I would have done it. Um, the POV of the river, and you see him kind of like fall down, and you do like a slow mo, like you do like a slow motion. You know what I mean? And you can kind of mm-hmm. do like a. Like a real close up of him like this, and then just kind of like, you know, doing a really tasteful but like artistic way. Then, because you can't you can't help laughing when he gets the car. <laughs> I know. Like you're laughing at all the right at the wrong place. It's like you yeah. know, it, I mean, yeah. it's 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 it's, it's kind of like when I had to rewatch. I rewatched Titanic for gold standard and I mean it's terrible you know the boat sinking yeah. and the people are falling off of, you know trying to hold on to whatever they can and at one point somebody falls a guy falls the propeller guy. And, he, and he hits the propeller and he kind of spins mm-hmm. around it's like I have to giggle a little because <laughs> it's, it's so cartoonish I mean I'm sure stuff like that actually happened and it's mm-hmm. horrible but just with the sound that effects man. it's a bit it's a bit loony yeah. toony yeah. <laughs> he, he is legendary in the Titanic community i guess i should say because ever all the youtube videos that that ever like talk about the movie or anything they're like and then there's this guy and yeah. it's like you thank you propeller guy you you died for our laughs yeah mm-hmm. it's like I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry it's like it's, it's such a serious thing i should not be laughing it is at the same time. Like, it's like <laughs> but yeah same thing with russell with, with russell crowe's javert you fall and you fall onto the edge and it's just it's funny. yeah I'm sorry it, it just is I mean, it's still a bit more ju- majestic than, yeah. I mean, it's more majestic looking than some other versions I've seen where they don't have the, it's not the big Broadway production. They're obviously on a much smaller budget and it's somebody standing mm-hmm. up on like wood railing and they fall off onto like, you know, a mattress. Right. So <laughs> they obviously fell like four feet. <laughs> so. <laughs> you can manage it just jump off it into the orchestra pit <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um but uh yeah i mean it's i for me it's it's this it's one of those where it's like i almost will take it how wherever i can get it <laughs> it's kind of like doctor who like you know know who is bad so even bad who is is good who because at least it's doctor who so it's like even the even the movie version you know it wouldn't be my first pick but it does have some uh it does have some um, some positive things like i really love the casting of sasha barrett cohen as thurandier (laughs) so uh, my only complaint is that both those two are in Sweeney Todd. I mean, let's yeah. Use, let's, there's only so many movie musicals out there. Let's use somebody different. 
That's that, my only that's complaint. That's true. Great in it, but, but my, yeah. yeah, that's my only complaint. Yeah. But that 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 is true. Though. But I the the Thanatiers are my absolute favorite characters out of all of them because they, they, they are just steal the show. They yeah, I mean they are they are awful. I mean you know all these you know themes of you know what is what make what is a good person you know if somebody does something wrong can they be forgiven if they you know if they show that they've changed their ways no the the thanatiers they know that they're awful and they don't care enter monsieur lay down your load unlace your boots rest from the road whoa this way's a ton well travel's a curse but here we strive to lighten your purse. Here the goose is cooked. Here the fat is fried. And nothing's overlooked until I am satisfied. Food beyond compare, food beyond belief. Mix it in a mincer and pretend it's beef. Kidney of a horse, liver of a cat. Filling up the sausages with this and that. Residents are more than welcome. Bridal suite is occupied. A reasonable charges plus some little extras on the side. Here we go. Charging for the lice, extra for the mice. Two percent for looking in the mirror twice. There a little slice, there a little cut. Three percent for sleeping with the window shut. When it comes to fixing prices, there are lots of tricks he knows. How it all increases, all the bits and pieces. Jesus, it's amazing how it grows. <laughs> It's, it's I don't hilarious. Remember the, <laughs> I don't remember them doing it in the movie, 
but um, they might have done it. But I remember listening to like on the stage version and even on the <clears throat> complete symphonic version, which they have every little bit, every little short little song and everything, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, is when Jean Valjean meets her in the woods and like they did that little lullaby together, you know, mm-hmm. which is the castle of the cloud, castle on the cloud lullaby. But he's playing the, the harmony, and so, and then they get to the Thenardiers, you know, mm-hmm. on a wandering wood, little child, on a man, you know, yeah. that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And then he's like, I will pay what I must pay to take Cosette away. And you can just see the hamsters are running in their brain like yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the 10th like anniversary. A, a, what kind a, of Faustian deal are we going to be making? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. In, in, a story, in a story about forgiveness and second chances, I like that they included characters that do not want a second chance, do not want forgiveness. No. And you're like, and you're like, hey, I wasn't going to give it to you anyway. So yeah, I mean, the last time you see them in in any of the, uh, you know, in in any version is at Marius and, and Cosette's, you know, wedding reception. And, you know, they're talking about how to look, you know, look at us. We're hobnobbing with the, the French elite. And- Harris at me in the dust and yet me liking bread with the upper crust beggar at the feast master of the dance life is easy thinking if you grab your chance everywhere you go Laura Biden doing what is decent but they must be grown singing to the Lord on Sundays praying for the kids who sin but we're the ones who take it Like their very last line, you know, they're talking about, you know, the the barricades have been taken down and we're still here. And, you know, money is the one thing we care about. And it's like, we don't give a care. We'll see you all in hell. It's like, they don't care. (laughs) And I love it. (laughs) There'll be a chopping block with your name on it soon. They don't care. They don't care. It is so funny. And if you could get a good accurate actress to pay to play those two it is comedic gold i mean the version that i just saw was absolutely hilarious they were like um when uh madame thandier is gets her bit during master of the house and every actress does a little different when she's like you know thinks he's quite a lover but there's not much there uh, they all do their own thing in this case she took a giant baguette and like broke off like a very tiny piece of it like, for reference Remember, we are friends. Yeah. so yeah the the and the 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 10th anniversary um is uh uh the uh alan armstrong um, who was part of the original London cast and then Jenny Galloway, but then the 25th anniversary 
concert, Jenny Galloway actually comes back as uh, Madame 3NDA, and it's Matt Lucas plays. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Master of NDA. Yes. It's an yeah, interesting okay, combination then. of people yeah. for, for that for that version. Uh because they have uh it's Nick Jonas plays Marius. Wow. Somehow they ended up with a Jonas brother in Les Miserables. And he I was definitely the weakest. Yeah. Sure. But he wasn't bad. He just oh. doesn't I mean just not, I mean like was trained great. I mean, if 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 he would train more, he probably would sound like the rest of them. But you know, yeah. And you yeah, and you will get people that yeah, yeah that that sometimes they'll come back and they'll because they've aged, you know, they'll they'll move into a, a different, um, uh, a different uh role. So like Michael Ball, who is the the OG Marius, eventually he came back. And was playing Valjean because she he was so much older. <laughs> so it's kind of fun. Yeah. It's like Glenn Glary, Glenn Ross, the the play. Yeah. Well, but you know, there's been some recognizable parts. names in in who they've played it. Um who've been in different different versions. Obviously, you know, the the movie has a lot of very recognizable faces. Uh Gatton Mazzaro, <laughs> Dustin from oh. from uh Stranger Things. Stranger Things. He he played Garrosh in uh <laughs> in the Broadway revival, the second Broadway revival in 2014. Uh, and he can he can definitely sing, so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, it you know, Garrosh is supposed to be this street rise little urchin who well, there you go. Who's who has a very, very sad death. Um I want to see a fight between Toby from Sweeney Todd and, and Garrosh. <laughs> he would throw his elixir at him. <laughs> Musical Musical yeah. we gotta make a channel. Musical musical um character wars cross you know yeah cross wars. That's what we should do. We should get the people that made celebrity and, deathmatch and, Sasha and we'll bring it Cro- back, but in this time it'll be you know fictional character deathmatch. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen can <laughs> fight himself. Yes. <laughs> Which one will win out? The one with the razor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Uh have I mentioned how much I love this musical? Several <laughs> no, times, no. yes. Couple of times. As I'm sitting here wearing my Lay Miz shirt that I picked it's up one of my last week. Too. It's one of my oh. favorites too. It's epic. Yeah. It's like I've, it's I've, like, I've had various versions, various soundtracks on on repeat. And sometimes for me though, it's like I gotta take a year off with it you know yeah oh it's, yeah that, it's like that it's like medicinal marijuana you know yeah. <laughs> it's like it's sometimes like, you you're off right. be more effective you know yeah. <laughs> you build up an immunity to it well i knew i was gonna see it so you know i was kind of getting in that mindset so no i get it i get it but uh i love it i love it i know it inside yeah. and out yep it is it is there's there's a reason it is one of the longest running shows of all time mm-hmm. so um and has such the following that it does so and still fi- and still collecting new hopefully new new fans uh along the way it was funny because the other people in the box with me were there with some friends that obviously they were first timers 
So when we had intermission, they were all standing up talking with each other and there were a lot of questions <laughs> about what was going on and who was who. And I was like, if you've got this many questions and we're only at intermission, I need to cliff notes. We went to dinner afterward and, uh, and they like, had a big discussion. About yeah, like, so what happened? Yeah. So this, this is what I recommend for musical watchers in general, especially Les Miserables is listen to the music first like okay. listen to it a couple times before you go in because you'll get a because it, it if i didn't you know obsessively listen to it before i watched it i probably wouldn't know what's going on and i love musicals because it's quick and it's fast mm -hmm. and that's the first time you've ever seen it so listen to the music first um to get familiar with it and then you go in and you see the performance and, and everything it's a wonderful um performance but i think most musicals you should, you should do that with yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Makes, makes makes sense. Yeah, because then you're like familiar, already familiar with the songs mm -hmm. to an extent, mm -hmm. and maybe you can even like get a sense of what the story is about just listening to the music. But then it's like you're not, then you're not like blown away by the music, and you're like, wait, what was going on? Right. I, yeah. Yes. You know. Yes. Yes. That is actually very good advice. So yeah. there you go, musical musical newbies or anyone who hasn't or is going in to see a musical you've never seen before mm -hmm. do that especially with something with like with Les Mis where there are so many cast recordings out there that you know mm -hmm. you, you could find one anyone is <laughs> all song it's definitely gonna be harder to uh, follow you know some yeah. of the traditional musicals you know when they have dialogue it's easy for an average person to go see but when it's just wall-to-wall -wall music like operettas yeah, definitely yeah. listen to it first a couple times. Yeah. There you go. The more you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, anyone have the any other thoughts? Just be you glad I did not break out into song. People sing, <laughs> sing the song of angry men. <laughs> <laughs> so All right. Well. That is awesome. Well, so uh, oh, let's do let's do this. Ben, where can people find you? Plug your plug my your mother's basement. Presence. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Come, I need visitors. She throws. He does have a YouTube channel. He's not added anything recently, but I will have it linked. Uh, yes, so, oh, maybe, uh, I can send you the songs. I can send you the well, two you the two covers I've done of Les Mis, um yeah. for you. I was there thinking about doing for a video. It's been in the back of my mind is to do the uh, confrontation, do uh, do both parts. I want to see if I can do it. So Bijan Valjean and Javert singing to myself. I want to see if I can do it. So that, that would be awesome. Next video in the future, we'll see. I don't do it so, as frequently. So follow, as much. yeah, follow his channel if for no, if if for that for if for nothing else. <laughs> There you go. Well, anyway, then you can uh, you can make comments going, "Where's that confrontation video?" <laughs> yes. Stop confronting me about the, the confrontation pressure. video. <laughs> cool. Well, as for us five-ish fangirls, you can send us some feedback if you want to talk about Les Mis some more, or musicals, or just you know whatever we've talked about in the past. Shalane's wanna... uh, feedback coming in in five, four. Oh gosh, yeah, she's gonna be all over this one. She's, she's gonna be like this, like like on a work. We did a musical. She's gonna be in the best possible way. Yes. Um, uh, yes. 
Yes, she's actually she's actually home by herself this time because my parents are my other sisters who she just had a baby. So I have a new little nephew as of today. So it's very exciting. Um, anyway, fiveish fangirls, yes. So send us feedback at uh fiveish fangirls at gmail.com. And you can also visit our website, which is the fiveishfangirls.com that has links to the show notes all of our social media stuff where you can leave comments and then um also leave a review on all on the whatever podcast catching thing you use um but, but reviews help us out a lot so thank you all for your support thank you for um your listening your also patreon almost forgot to plug patreon is in there too on, <laughs> on the website so I'm a little It's all today. linked on the website. All linked on the website. I'm just calling your attention to it so you know what you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, but again, as, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for commenting and feedbacking and supporting and whatever else you do. We love you guys. Mm-hmm. Take care. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure this will not be the last time that Ben makes an appearance because heaven knows there are enough musicals out there for us to oh yes yes, yes. Uh-huh. to cover i'm debating whether i should push for our halloween episode to be the mummy or little shop of horrors honestly oh, oh I, I got a lot to talk about little shop of horrors i love little shop of horrors yes frank haas frank haas directed yep. yes i i had a roommate who had never seen it before it was like how oh. like, i always watch this and i showed it to her and she's like that was the weirdest thing i've ever seen i'm like but it's so good. Oh, good. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's Alan Menken Steve before Martin. he became Disney Alan Menken. And no, yeah. that's Steve Martin. Yes. Oh my yes. God. Steve Martin, Martin is Martin. part of the reason why I'm terrified of the dentist. Dentist. <laughs> I think the only, so, yeah. the only, the only time that uh, Steve Martin and Bill Murray in a scene together is in Little Shop of Horrors. Okay, that's yeah. awesome. Yep. And Bill Murray is like just you know He's random. Kidding. Dentist patient number six. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) a masochist. Oh gosh, that's a great one. So yeah, so yeah, I think we got Halloween settled. Yeah, Yeah, I guess we do. Oh, just coming around the bend. Oh, got that out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Derailed us enough. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Ben, for coming on. Yes. Thank Thank you for having me. Sorry, I'm a boomer. No, that's okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, don't, I work in technology, but I don't know how to work Zoom. That's not your fault. It is Zooms. Uh, it happens to all of us. Technology is is gonna is gonna kill us all one day. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. We've yep. all seen Terminator. So anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, we better bounce. I, I hear yep. my I hear my children getting. Yeah, I'm hungry. frustrated with their daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Where's mommy? All right. <laughs> with that, we shall sign off for this week. This is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City. This is Sally from Wisconsin saying good evening. This is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. And don't worry, I do not need to steal any bread to make sure I get dinner. This never-ending road to Calvary. These men who seem to know my crime will surely come a second time, one day I more. I did not live until today. How can I live when we are parted? One day more. Tomorrow you'll be worlds away.
Thank you for listening to the Five-ish Fangirls. Please visit thefiveishfangirls.com for details on how to further support the show, along with information on our nonprofit, Fangirls Give Back. We love our Five-ish fam and appreciate all of your feedback, shares, and encouragement. Remember to keep letting your geek flag fly. Judgment Day. Oh!